Yo, this is Murky Waters. Shout out to Bet the House Podcast. Let's go. Bet the House Podcast drops on all platforms every Wednesday. Discussing topics of relationships, sports, movies, music, culture, and everyday life. No PC, no filter, just the real from the real. With your hosts, Big Smash, Miss Shantae, John Day Delafay, and Dale P. It's time for Bet the House. Y'all know what it is, what it is, what it is, what it is. Um, tonight it's another episode. Tonight I got my people with me. I got my man Jay from the Cognac Room. Got my man Rod from the Blunt Effect. What's state going your on, name, fellas? Rod. You ain't never did a show with me on on this platform, man. So state your name, introduce yourself, and your platform, man. Yo, what's going on, everybody, bro? First and foremost, I appreciate you having me on your platform. I'm Rod. My podcast is the Blunt Effect Podcast. You can find me on all your podcasts and platforms. You can find me on Facebook at the Blunt Effect Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Blunt Effect Pod. And you can find me on Instagram at the Blunt Effect Podcast. Yeah. So I'm Jay Christian, host of the Cognac Room Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at the Cognac Room Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Cognac Room, and you can find me on Facebook at the Cognac Room Podcast. No, no more tablets today. Um, Man, it's this 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 is the first episode, well, this is the second episode with us, so this is dope. Uh, we got some, some announcements coming at the end of the show on what we're doing in the future. Rod, kick us off, man. What you got for us tonight? All right, fellas. So, you know, lately, I'm not even going to say lately, you know, usually the women are always talking about requirements and fellas and the minute they meet to meet certain requirements for them to shoot their shot. So I felt like from the fellas perspective that that would be a good topic to talk about, because, you know, that's something that we as men don't really, you know, what I'm saying we don't really touch on that too much. You know, you always hear women talking about, oh, a man got to have this. He got to have that. He got to have this much money. He can't have no kids or he can only have one kid. So, you know, you, fellas, we don't we don't really talk too much about that. So I felt like that was a good topic for us to talk about. All right. For me, I'm going to be honest. You have before I got married. You have to. My thoughts was she has to have what I have, okay? Because I run into a lot of women who only care about what you can do for them as opposed to what they can do for themselves. So I always run into the women who, who, and I ran into, let me clarify, I ran into some good women, but I have had my share of women who only thought vagina was the only thing to bring to the table. So 
history kind of repeated itself over and over again. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want that. If I'm going to pursue you, you have to have, you had to have, you had to have had something of your own. Okay. You know, kids was never an issue, but I at least wanted you to have your own crib. I at least wanted you to have some type of income. Um, I wanted you to be good with kids because I have kids. And if have a good conversation. And those are some of the things that attracted me to my wife because I felt like, yo, conversations, y'all know when y'all had them deep conversations and you just realize like everything that you want in a woman, they, or, or women, women do it too, where, oh damn, he's saying all the right things. He's saying all the right things, but I'm gonna just still take my time and see where it go. And you know, that's a good feeling. So for me, definitely, you definitely, I definitely don't want a woman. I didn't want a woman who always had a, always subtracted from the bag, but couldn't add to it. That was my thing, you know, hand always out. Okay. As long as your hand out, I don't care about your hand being out as long as your hand is also putting back in, you know? So that was one, one main thing. I wanted somebody with some income that, that uh had income coming in if you didn't have no income that nine times out of ten meant i was finna be paying for everything and i'm gonna tell you that got tiring after a while jay what about you that's for starters for me jay what about you i'll tell you brothers on some real stuff like like the brother said good conversation yeah I, I, I'm attracted to intellectual women, man. So a woman definitely has to be able to stimulate me mentally for me to even want to shoot my shot. Also, um, like you said, you, you, you hit it on the head, man. You know, you got to come to the situation with, with your own stability mm-hmm. type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's major. And then I need a level-headed woman, a reasonable woman. A woman that can understand, a woman who's self-aware and can understand what I'm saying when I'm speaking to her. Because oftentimes I've run into women that are just, they have maybe they have a one-track mind, maybe they only see it one way. And, and that doesn't work for me. So I need someone with a level head who's understanding and who knows how to communicate. Those are my biggest things. Facts. Children, yeah, children are not an issue. I mean, I have children, so I can't come into a situation demanding that you don't have children, but I need you to be rid of all your baggage. Bingo. That's going to be my second thing. Yeah. What about you, Rod? Um, for me, children is not really a big deal. I don't have any children of my own, but my lady has a son. Um, and any and even in any other previous relationships, it was never really a big deal for me as far as whether or not you had children. Um. I can say that coming from a man that doesn't have children, the amount of children you have does play a part mm-hmm. because 
I want to have kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm sure any other man out there that's with a woman that has a child from a relationship or whatever, from a previous relationship, and they don't have any kids, they want to have kids, or you know, and if they don't, then, you know, kudos to them. But if they want to have kids, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? The amount of kids that your partner has does play a part because nobody wants to be with somebody like you ain't got no kids, but she got three, you know what I'm saying? Already. Like, I don't think, I don't, I know I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't fuck with a female who had three kids already. It, I, to be honest, I don't even know if I could fuck with a female if she already had two because I don't have any, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have that. I feel like when you have kids already, when both parties already have kids, you, y'all can bring that. That's something y'all can both bring to the table. Like y'all yeah. can both say, okay, we got kids that can play together. They can grow to know each other and all that. But it's like, when you got, if, if she got two kids and I ain't got none, and you talking about having more kids and it's like, hold on. Like, first of all, on some real, I don't know if I can afford to take care of three kids. You know what I mean? And that's let alone if the if the baby's father's in the life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He might not be. And if he is, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping. Well, I'm not hoping. I'm knowing that if if the baby father is in his life and in, in the kid's life, he's paying something. I'm not taking right. care of three kids and two of them not mine. And then the baby father in the life, but he not doing shit. That's just not going down. Not in my household. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. It was really hard for me to come in and tell a woman that she couldn't have kids because I had seven. So it was like, I wanted, that was one of my things. I wanted whoever I dealt with um, to have kids because. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Facts. I, I had seven. So, and then you don't want to get that woman who has knowing that you have seven kids and she has none and she's not really ready to deal with seven kids. So I felt like, um, I met her, she had two kids already. So I was in the game. She didn't judge me about having seven kids, anything like that. So that was a win-win for me. Cause usually when you tell people how many kids, seven, oh, Oh no, I, <laughs> this yeah, ain't gonna that's, work. So um, <laughs> that's a lot of kids, my brother. Yeah. So shout out to to my wife for that because I have had people tell me no, like, oh man, you good enough for me to hump on or something like that. But a relationship, oh no, this ain't gonna work. And I get that because, but for me, it's like baggage. I when you step to me, I hope that the baggage is done because I don't have time to be worried about crazy baby daddies popping out the bushes or showing up to your job or anything like that. Cause you know, dudes, dudes, especially I used to have this philosophy. If a woman has three kids and three baby daddies, I would rather deal with that as opposed to her having three kids and one baby daddy. Because True. that means that one baby daddy, he got three kids. He's he's he got a hold. He's there. You yeah, decided, he invested. Yeah, you decided not to go that route and have other kids. Now the woman with three three baby daddies, she she that telling me she don't she don't have an attachment. She ain't uh, if one of them come calling, trying to get their family back, it's probably not as likely to happen as the one with one baby daddy and three kids. Because when he's ready, 
that's already telling me like, yo, whenever he ready, you know, they got three kids. So, you know, it's, it's, it's always there in your mind. So definitely want your baggage to be done and vice versa. I came into my situation. All of my baggage was not done, but I knew that I wanted this woman. So yes, the road was going to be rough, but if I had my mind instilled in it, it was going to work out. Bumpy roads and all, it was going to work out. So um, I think I think I love a woman with confidence too. Like yes, sir. facts. Yeah, facts, you gotta sir. you you not super bougie, but bougie enough to know that she's not going to jump at any penis that moves in front facts. of her. You know, that's yeah. what I like. Like she knows yeah. she doesn't have to take any dick that comes her way. Like she has her her options. She doesn't, you know, I like a little confidence in you. <clears throat> so that's another plus. Uh, yeah. One thing that that really draws my mind is is this too. Um, a woman with goals. Facts. Yeah, a woman with drive, like Facts. she knows it's hard she to want to like, do. Yeah, because it's hard to like, especially if you got that drive to go out and hustle and do something. Yeah, and you got to worry about, you know, what I'm saying, what Shorty gonna be doing, you know, what I'm saying, or she she wanting you to help her out, and it's like, you know, what I'm saying, I don't mind helping you out, but I got, I shit, I got some shit I'm working on, you know, what I'm saying, how I'm supposed to work on my shit if I steady gotta hold your hand because mm -hmm. you don't know the fuck you want to do. Or you trying to mooch off of what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? But not trying to help me become better. Adding to the bag and not just subtracting from it. Facts. That's the no. biggest part. Absolutely. Yeah. That's major. That's that's one of the biggest points. And, and to speak on, to piggyback on what you said, brother, she definitely has to have confidence. She has to have class, man. Facts. Don't get it fucked up. Like, I don't mind being a little ghetto. Yeah, having yeah, a little have, yeah, she gotta have a you little, have to have a little you know what I'm saying? She can't be no pushover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to have a little bit of that because sometimes I need a motherfucker that's gonna call me on the carpet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm you not gotta perfect. check me. And I have But at the same too, time, so, you take them yeah. out in public, then they know how to carry themselves like a like a real woman, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. I think honestly, I'd be feeling like, hey, I want a woman who who is also going to check me like Facts. if she feel like if she feel like I'm getting I'm getting too overboard I'm getting too out of my character like yo slow the fuck down I don't mind a woman doing that I think right I think I think that is her way of saying hey I got you you know what I'm saying it's always yes, good to know that if you fall off that woman's gonna be there to pick you up. She's not going to let you fall, but also she's not gonna be your crutch forever. You have to have that same kind of drive, that same kind of emotion that she has. Like, you know, Facts. she she gonna fall too. She wanna be able to, she doesn't wanna have to be the only strong one in the situation. Men, we are supposed to be natural leaders. I'm not never gonna say, hey, we'll never fall off because it happens. So I want a woman that I know, like, if I fall, 
you're going to be right there and we're going to get back up together. It ain't no, uh, I'm going to leave because you fell off, but let me know when you get back. No, I want somebody that's going to be in that ring with me. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I make Thanks. decisions that I that's make because right. I want you to be in this ring with me. Life is all about obstacles and, and, and uh, mazes and, and curves and bumps and all of that. So we are going to go through these things, but we'll get through it if we go through it together. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And to touch on what you said, bro, I feel like us men and women having that level of stability within each other in a relationship is something that people don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like you always hear it's always one-sided. And I feel like it's gotta it's gotta come from both sides. Like both have to have a certain level of comfortability and a certain level of stability because like like Smash said, like you know, anybody can fall off at any time. You know what I'm saying? And it's not about what we gonna do when I fall off. It's about are you gonna be there for me? You know what I'm saying? Cause I know what to do if yeah. I fall off. You know what I'm saying? I just need somebody to let me know that I that they got me. Like I got you, because you already know with us, you know what I'm saying? The world's already against us. You know what I'm saying? So we need that queen in our circle. We need somebody in our circle to, you know what I'm saying, let us know that they got us. Yeah, definitely. I need somebody who understands our plight. That that actually understands what's really going on out here when it comes to us as black men. Because Thanks. if you get with a woman that can't relate and doesn't understand that, it's a challenge. A major challenge. That's a fact. That's a fact. So with that being said, do you feel like somebody who's in a relationship with a white woman could necessarily, you know what I'm saying, fall into that category? Like, could a white woman... Because me, personally, I feel like I've been in a relationship with a white woman. I was younger, so I, I really don't know if I would count that because it wasn't like, you know what I'm saying that real love type shit. But I feel like nowadays I couldn't be with a white woman because, and there's no offense to them, but I just feel like they don't know our life. They don't know our experience in everything that we have going on. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to say, you know what I'm saying? Black lives matter. It's easy to say, uh, what's the other one? Stop Asian hate. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm dating the Asian woman, I don't know I don't know how they feel unless she's telling me, you know what I'm saying? Even at that point, I have to genuinely take it upon myself to be willing to learn and not just act like I, you know what I'm saying? Feel some, some certain type of way, because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like white women, they love niggas, but they don't want to be by our side when some shit go down. Like when, when it's at the hands of their <laughs> ancestors doing some shit, you don't never yeah. hear them saying nothing. You don't never hear them saying Black Lives Matter or I'm standing by my man and yada yada. You don't never hear that. But then when you do, it seems like they be trying to like stretch that shit and take it too far. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, chill out. You still white. Like, don't get it. Like, you not one of us. Like, we appreciate it, but you ain't got to take it to that level. Um, No. I don't think white women will ever understand, and this is nothing against them. I don't think they'll ever understand the struggles of dealing with a black man in America. How could they? I How think, could they? Yeah, I think they, that is the one thing we will always get into it about. And that's why 
again, I've had my run-ins with, with them, but I have never, ever really seriously considered like I am going to spend the rest of my life with a white woman. Facts. No, I never had that experience. Now I've, I've, I've had relations with them and all of that, but I've never been like, I love, I love my culture too much and it's nothing against them. But I love my culture. I love my black women. There is nothing to me. There is nothing more beautiful than a black woman. And and I love my black women. They have been in the trenches with us. They have seen some shit. They have done some shit. They have been through the fire with us. And that is the reason why, you know, I don't think I'll ever switch sides i love black women and that's just here is nothing i love all women don't get it twisted but black women is the head of the table for me so i don't again that will be the one thing that we me and a white woman would get into it with is because she would never understand what it is to be a black man in america especially this day and age facts so a black woman, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. A black woman holds a special place in my heart. And I've always said this, and I'll say it again. If we were to ever lose the support of our black women, woe unto us, brother. Woe unto us the day that we no longer have the support, the support of black women because they're the only ones who can relate for real. Facts. Ain't the only ones who got our back. The only ones that we know. That's what I mean. Back. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and and that's and that's what it is. That just like uh other races probably feel the same way. Oh, you don't know what it's like to be a white man. You don't know what it's like to be a Mexican man. You you don't know what it's like. You're right. And I don't think I want to know because I think I have a tough time, hard enough, tough time being black. You know, I, I just want to be me. I, I never wanted to be, man, I, I want to be this dude or I want to be that race. No, I love being black. I don't nice. love the shit that's being done to us, but I love being a black man. There, to me, in my mind, there is not a stronger race. There is not a stronger race that has endured all the bullshit that we endured and we still smile and keep our heads up, even though everything else around us is in flames. So it's yes, like... Sir. We are taught to be the strongest. We are taught to not give up. We are taught to keep going, keep fighting, keep building, keep running, keep jumping, be, be better than the rest. And that is that is that is our character. That is us. You know, that's, that's what we, we are, are taught. Bro. Yeah, that's that's who we are. And I'm not going to apologize for that. So it's like I feel like the only people that can really get that is the black woman. And that is another uh, qualification in order for me to shoot my shot. I love my black women. So you have to be, you know, and here's the thing too. The size of a woman matter to you guys when you guys are approaching and when you, when you want to shoot a shot, do you have a specific, uh, body size or how does that, how does that go? So here's what I'll say, man. Let me start by saying this. I have two um, children who, I've had two children who are biracial. One by a white woman, one by a Latino woman. And 
so so that that tells you that I've spent my time outside of our race dealing with other women. And though I had nothing against those women, they were wonderful individuals, wonderful people. I don't think they were built for my life experience. That they were built to handle what my life is like and the things that I've gone through and will continue to go through as long as I am alive because I am a black man. Now, to speak to what you just asked, can you repeat that question one more time? I was basically saying like, when you are approaching women, is there a certain type of body size, body wise that you have before you are going off to shoot your shot or is it just, you know, hey, a woman is a woman as long as she fits the other qualifications that I have in my mind. So for me, I'll say this, man. Um, As I've gotten older, I tolerate more weight. That's not to say that I want someone who's obese or oversized. But, but, But definitely, it doesn't carry the same importance that it did when I was, say, 1920. Right? So the other qualities weigh much more heavy in my selection process than the size of a woman. She doesn't have to be a three or four. She doesn't have to have a perfect athletic body because there's something to be said for a voluptuous woman. That's my personal opinion. Thanks. Rod. You're on mute, brother. My bad, bro. I'm gonna say this. I feel like, like Jay said, when you're 19, the things that you look for in a woman as far as the physical are different. Like you're looking for that, that slim and trim, you know what I'm saying? Nice titties, nice ass. And I'm not saying that you're not looking for that now, but I feel like when you get older, us as men, we learn to appreciate women's bodies more for, you know what I'm saying? For what it is, because we know that women have children. Women get stretch marks from carrying children. They, you know what I'm saying? They go through, body experiences body changes monthly weekly you know what i'm saying compared to men whereas we just get fat you know what i'm saying if we eat and, or we get or we get skinny if we decide we want to lose weight like women go through a lot of changes within their bodies just on a daily and weekly basis and i feel like as an older and mature man we know what to appreciate in a woman's body so will i say i mean i feel like every man has a preference you know what i'm saying every man has a preference in like what's the not the worst quote unquote but you know what i'm saying like the biggest i guess you could say or they have a preference of something that they're not going to go for so so much as looking for things that they are looking for in a woman unless you're talking about certain qualities like you know what i'm saying being smart being classy you know and just holding herself as a woman in general but as far as physically i feel like our standards as we get older aren't as high as we as we think they are because we learn to appreciate women for what they are. Um, so I'm going to say personally, I have a preference, but I say the other things outweigh that. Like if a woman has, if a woman's bigger, you know what I'm saying? Or not like Jay said, like not morbidly obese, but if she's bigger, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to be something that's going to hinder me from shooting my shot because I mean, I'm a skinny nigga. Like, and I like women with meat on their bone. I don't want no bone to bone smacking and all that shit. I don't want that. You know what I'm saying? So Real man, I like shit. women with a little bit of meat on their bones in general. Yeah, because I was a skinny, skinny nigga, man. 
Yeah. And, and you know, that bone to bone action, man, that shit don't Yeah, work. that shit ain't where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't where it's at. Um, for me, I'm gonna say this. Um, I love all women, you know, all size for that, for that matter. Um, I think, I think more so it goes on when I was young, it was all about, damn, is you thick, is you this and that. But now as I'm older, it's like, how do you treat me? How do you treat me? I don't, I don't care. Look, I'm going to tell you, I've dealt with the thickest of the women and they treated me like shit. Oh, bro, man. I don't, you know, same, same. And it's those so, are usually the I, ones, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they so treated me like, the ones. they treated me really? like shit. So I stopped focusing more so on a girl's body type because I love voluptuous women. That, that, yes, sir. There, there's nothing more funner than that first because here's the thing number one you know for sure that the food is going to be slamming yes sir hey. the food is going yes, to sir. be slamming so you know that for sure because i i'm i'm just gonna say this they love to get out they they love to cook so and they will cook for you 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 and you so you gotta love that and then second it's like it's like you love when somebody appreciates you. It doesn't matter the body size because, hell, I'm not Real. skinny. You know what I'm saying? So well, who who am I to judge? I think the main thing is how do you treat me? How do you treat my kids? How, how do you carry yourself? You know what I'm saying? Are you a quality woman? Yeah. Now, if you Facts. keep yourself up, it's a plus. It's a plus. Okay, body size don't matter. It's about how you keep yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You clean, you feeling good. You you always coming out in your best. You ain't coming out, uh, you know, in bonnets and shit. Yeah, yeah, Thanks. all that. With, robes, <laughs> with, with, the, with the with the with the rope missing, with the belt missing. You know, you you present yourself with everything that you do. Your comp again. Your confidence matters. Body size, not so much because I've dated, I've dated a lot, you know, so body size didn't matter so much in my later years. Now it's like, okay, again, can you take care of me? Can you treat me good? Can you talk to me right? Can you value me? Will you respect me? Will my kids be able to bond with you in a way that lets them know, hey, you are a friend. Instead of a folk, because kids can sense that shit. So body size never really body size never really bothered me. But again, it's all about how you carried yourself, how you were you clean, were you, you know, you treated yourself with that same uh, moxie that I have, you know, so Mm -hmm. that's what it was all about to me. Uh, What about go ahead? That's the thing, man. Like a woman has to be respectful. That's that's that that's one of the things that I failed to mention. But at the top of the list, that's probably the yeah, number one. Because because contrary to what a lot of people think or believe, men need to be respected, and women need to feel loved. A lot of times, men make the women feel loved, and they don't feel respected. 
mm-hmm. especially when there are children by someone else involved. Because at the end of the day, if your child decides to disrespect me, what, where, where are you in that? How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to handle that? I can handle it. I'm not saying I can't handle it, but as a father that has a child who could potentially end up in a home with a, a, a father figure or not even a father figure, but the mother's mate who's not her father. There's only so much I'll tolerate. You, you can discipline my child, but there are boundaries in that. You understand what I'm saying? Facts, and what facts. I mean I'm glad. Is you, 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 you are able to speak on things. And yes, you can say you need to clean your room. You need to do this. But I will not. And, you know, there are people who crucify me for this, but you will not put your hands on my child. So if there is an issue, you and I should have a relationship to the point where you feel comfortable to come to me and say, hey, man, you know, I need you to talk to your kid because this, that, and the third. And I'll bring the discipline because that's my child and that's my job. So with that being said, you know, I need for whoever I'm with, because I have children and they may have children, to be able to understand the respect factor and how important that is. Thanks. And the touch on what you... Oh, go ahead, bro. No, go ahead, bro. Um, the touch on what you were saying about the kids, bro. I I agree with you one hundred percent. Um, but I also feel like I agree with you one hundred percent because I'm in that situation. Like I have a stepchild, so if there's anything that I feel like I'm not going to say that I can't handle because I'm like you, I can handle it. But if there's anything that I ever feel like, you know he needs to be disciplined for that. I might feel like his mother isn't, you know what I'm saying? Pursuing that yeah. well enough. I well, I would have that conversation with his father. Like, yo, like this is what's going on. I'm not going to hit your son because he's not mine. You know what I'm saying? I have enough respect for you as a man in general. You know what I'm saying? To come to you and let you discipline your son the way that you want to. But at the same time, like we had this conversation. If I don't see nothing changing, then I have to. You have you know to be saying? a man, the man of I your house. I have to take that step. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like, um, I feel like a lot of people, I'm not going to generalize and say women or men. And I'm just going to say people, men and women in general. I feel like some of these issues with the children, especially when dealing with different people in relationships and other relationships outside of their parents is that the parents don't hold their kids accountable for disrespecting the other person that's in that relationship. Like, yeah, isn't, it's no reason why your child should feel like just because I'm not his father, that he can talk to me any kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's not happening. And if he does that and you don't check him, I'm not going to the father because at that point he's, he's obsolete. Like you disrespected me, you in my house, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to fix that myself. And then I'm going to have a conversation with the mother because it's like, you're supposed to, I feel like in my opinion, she's supposed to do that. Like if he disrespects, she should handle it or pass it off to the dad. Facts. Dad speak on it. But if nobody's doing anything, then definitely we have to address it. And facts. Yeah. Real shit. I think I think that that is too because a lot of children feel like you are replacing their father. And that is 
why things get off to a rocky road because they always are going to feel like, hey, you are not my dad. You are not replacing mm-hmm. my dad. Uh, so when you find children where they're always bringing up their dad, I think I've, I'm, I'm going to say this. I have um, my wife had two children and yeah, it took them a while to get familiar with me because they to them, all they knew was their dad. And I, I get it because I was raised by my dad and my stepdad. So I understood it. And it didn't bother me, but my job was to show these children, hey, I care about you. I'm not here to facts. I'm not here to replace your dad. I think once kids start to feel like uh, you actually give a damn about them, they kind of let their guards down. So when you are dealing with a woman who has children, you have to keep that in the back of your mind that. Just because you like kids and you off top, these kids don't know you. <laughs> they don't they don't they don't know you. All they know is they daddy and how great they daddy is. And again, your job is not to scare them away from that. Your job is to let them know, hey. I'm not trying to replace your dad, but I care Real about shit. you just as much, you know, and this is the type of understanding I had to get with them like, yo, I don't want to be, I don't want to replace your dad. Your dad is your dad. But at the same time, I love your mom. So naturally I have to love you. Cause if I don't love you, then how can I ever really fully say that I love her? You guys are exactly an of her. I will never sit here and want to be with the woman, but not want to deal with the child. It just doesn't. That's not how real men are built. You know, exactly. Right. You see these kids out here nowadays, their fathers are not there. Their fathers aren't around. These kids nowadays don't have that. The streets get a hold of them. So what kind of man am I if I am dealing with someone? And. I don't want to deal with the kids. Have y'all ever had that situation to work? Um, I'll, I'll speak on it real quick. I've not had that situation per se, mm. but I was presented with a situation where I felt like I want to kick it with you. We're good. Your children, on the other hand, because of how they've been raised thus far, are potentially going to be a problem. And I avoided that situation. Thank God I dodged that bullet. Mm. Now, Here's what I'm going to say to, to it. Like you said, I'm not here to try to replace your dad. Thanks. When I come into a situation where a woman has children, I understand that my place is to befriend them and gain their trust. Make it easy for them to talk to me. And what I've found is that there are a lot of occasions where they're more apt to talk to me than they are to talk to their mother because I've built that type of relationship. Facts. So they feel comfortable enough to come and have conversations with me and I don't judge and I don't, you know, I try not to be, you know, the snitch per se, but there are some times, there have been a few times where they felt that way, but it's about balance. You have to know when to handle it and when to defer to the mom. 
and that's what I that's what I have myself. I find myself struggling to do sometimes. Um, I am a different kind of way with my children, and being that they are they are new to how my way of doing things, it's always a conflict. It's not a bad conflict, but it's always a conflict because she feels like, hey, I'm too hard on her, on them, and she's the nurturer. Well, hey, I am, I'm a disciplinary. Yeah, yeah. I, I want what's best for these children, just like you, just in my own way. You know, I, I, I take it back to one of my favorite movies, Fences. Fences is the movie with Denzel. Did you, did you guys see that? I never saw it. I haven't seen it. Dope ass movie, man. Um, basically, Denzel. Denzel did a hell of a job, man. Um, he was so stern on his son. Uh, Denzel, he was a former baseball player who blew out his knee or something, and he never made it to the league. But he, he was great. The whole movie lets you know he was great. And his son, he wanted to instill in his son. His son was big on football. And he wanted to instill in his son. His son wanted, was working, had a job. And he wanted to instill in his son that, hey, just because you have football don't mean quit your job. Like, and the son at the time didn't understand that. Like, he thought his dad was just being a dick. But his dad really was just teaching him lessons in his own way. Like, hey, football is cool. But you're quitting your job. What happens if you blow out your knee like I did? You know, and it was a dope movie, man. It was dope. Denzel, Viola Davis. Uh, it was a dope movie all the way around. And it, and everybody just felt like Denzel was so hard on his son. Like, and that's not even the case. It's just, hey, you have to, you have to understand everything that's going on. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean, hey, I'm hard on you because I don't love you or I don't care about you. It just shows you that, hey, I value you enough. I want I want to I want to do something real quick. And. uh, Can y'all see the screen? Yeah, I want to do something real quick. Yeah, I can see it. This is this is a scene. And, the other thing uh, I like about StreamYard is that if there's ever a... And I just want people to understand that this is a powerful ass scene. You just now coming here from leaving this morning? Yeah, I had to go to football. Practice. Yeah, what? Yes, sir. You know, I ain't but two seconds off you no way. That garbage sitting in there overflowing, you ain't done none of your chores. Now you coming in here talking about, yeah. I was just getting ready to do my chores. Can y'all hear that? First chore. Yep. Defense on Saturday. Yeah. Everything else come after that. Now, get that sword. We're going to cut these boards. Hey, Pop. Mm. Why don't you buy a TV? What I want with a TV? What I want one of them for? Everybody got one. Earl, Babra, Jesse. I didn't ask you who had one. I said, what I want with one. So you can watch it. <laughs> On everything, yeah. We can watch the World Series. Yeah, how much does TV cost? I don't know. They got them on sale for about two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars? That ain't that much, pop. No, that's just two hundred dollars. You see that roof you got sitting over your head at night? Let me tell you something about that roof. 
It's been 10 years since that roof was last tarred. See now, now snow come this winter, sit up on that roof like it is, it's gonna seep inside, just gonna be a little bit, you ain't gonna hardly notice it. Then the next thing you know, it's gonna be leaking all over the house, then the wood rot from all that water, and you're gonna need a whole new roof. Now, how much you think it costs to get that roof fixed? $264 cash money, see? While you be thinking about a TV, I got to be thinking about the roof or whatever else go wrong around here. Now, if you had $200, what would you do? Fix the roof or buy a TV? I'd buy a TV. And when the roof started to leak, <laughs> if it needed fixing, I'd fix it. <laughs> Where are you gonna get your money from? You don't spend it on TV. You gonna sit up in there and let that water run all over your brand new TV? No, Puff, you got the money. I know you do. Where I got it at, huh? In the bank. You want to see my bank book? You want to see that $73.22 I got sitting up in there? You don't have to pay for it all at one time. You can put a down payment on it. Carry it on. <laughs> God damn. I ain't gonna nobody nothing if I can help it. Miss a payment, they come and snatch it right out your house, then what you got? Huh? See? Now, when I get $200 clear, I'll buy me a TV. Right now, when I get $264, I'm gonna get that roof fixed. Priorities. Yes, sir. What do I got better things to do with my money? I can't get two hundred dollars. I ain't never seen two hundred dollars. I'll tell you what. You get a hundred dollars. I'll put the other hundred with it. All right. I'm gonna show you. Man, you're gonna show me how you can cut these boards right now. There you go. Two hundred dollars worth. Now, here's where it comes in. That. Can I ask you a question. Hell, you got to ask me, Mr. Stewiggy, the one you got the questions for. From you ain't never liked me. Like you? Who the hell said I got to like you? What law is there say I got to like you? Want to stand up in front of my face and ask a damn fool-ass question like that? Talking about liking somebody. Come here, boy, when I talk to you. Straighten up, goddammit. <laughs> What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. Nigga, as long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me. But why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. Uh -uh. Out of here every morning. I bust my butt putting up with them crackers every day because I like you. You're about to uh -uh. lab of soil. It's my job. It's my responsibility. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You're in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. Because I like you, because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. Now, let's get this straight right here now before I go along any further. I ain't got to like you. Mr. Rand don't give me my money. Come pay day because he like me. He give it to me because he owe me. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do y'all think? Do y'all think he was speaking real talk, or do y'all think that he was he was hard as fuck? I Bro. think it was both. I think it was both. He was speaking real talk, and it was hard as fuck. But I'd go so far to say, it ain't because I like you, little nigga. It's because I love you. Because I love your mama. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Um, 
I don't think he was too hard, bro. Like to be honest, like watching that video was making me think about myself growing up because I, I didn't have a father growing up, but Thanks. I wish I had somebody like him in my life because I feel like when young men, number one, young men need fathers. Like young ladies need fathers too. I feel like fathers is the most important parent in the household because a father is gonna teach a young man how to treat a woman, how to treat people. And he's also gonna teach his young daughter how to present herself and to know what to look for in these young men. You know what I'm saying? And to when know you, how she should be treated. Yeah. Facts. That's the biggest thing. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like him as a father, I feel like he was, that's what these kids need. They need that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of parents more or less, you know what I'm saying? Want to be the child's friend first, you know? So they want their child to like them, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm not here for you to like me. I'm here to teach you the right things. I'm here to show you why you need to be doing what you need to be doing because these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about us. You know what I'm saying? So I care enough about you to be hard enough on you before I'd rather be hard on you before somebody else who don't give a fuck about you be hard on you because that might not end the same. It's not going to end the same way. At least if I'm hard on you, you still got a bed to sleep in. You still living. You still got food to eat. Still got clothes on your back. If somebody else is hard on you, all that shit could be gone. Yep, and I it will be. I think you have to want to be able, like, um, I think the hardest thing that dealing with a woman with kids is that it is they are so used to it just being them. Facts that they don't know how to deal with a new voice. They think that every man that comes through that door is trying to change everything that they they built. When in all actuality, that man is just trying to help make what you built even stronger. Like he's just stronger. trying to plant Facts. that foundation, them, them, that brick wall, that brick material around the foundation you already built. So he's not there to change it. And I think you know, that's a, that's the toughest thing, too, is you have to be uh, you have to be able to be a teacher, but you also have to be able to be taught like you don't know everything. Hell, I don't know everything. So it's like we have to be able to teach each other, you know, so that's from the kids. That's from the family. That's from the relationship standpoint. We have to be able to teach each other. We have to be able to grow. I think communication is so big. And if a woman lacks basic communication skills, it's like, yo, this is not going to work. I think communication is definitely important. Like, I ain't asking you to go walk down to New York to give me a cheesecake or nothing. Like, this is, hey. this is real. <laughs> this is real easy situation like i had that problem like um i just wanted to calm to my storm that's all i just wanted somebody i know i'm a hothead so i just wanted somebody that was the opposite of me but then i ended up finding the female version of me who has the hustle who has to drive who has the grind who understands that uh family is important like me i didn't grow up with a big super close family you know, Facts. I'm more closer to my family now than I was as a child because Facts. we all wanted to do our own things. You know, me and my siblings, we we were tight, but we all wanted to do our own thing. We didn't have the big 
Christmas uh, get togethers and all that. We didn't have all that a lot. We had it, but we didn't have it a lot. So when in this in this new family lifestyle, I wanted to make sure like, yes, I don't want to have I'm a product of my mama and my daddy. My daddy was the disciplinary disciplinary. My mom was the the nurturer and the nurturer. it worked out. <laughs> so, you know, I, I got saved from a lot of ass whoopings because of her and I love her for that. So it, it's, it's a balance. Like you said earlier, it's a balance. You just got to know how to balance it out. Um, I had, I had another question. Question that I had was, and since we're here, we, we're talking about the black women. Somebody said to me, the black man must conquer first loving the black woman before he can rule the world. What y'all think about that? I disagree. Okay. It, and I'm not saying that that's not a piece or a part of it, but the black man was first conquer loving himself because until he loves himself, he can't even love the black woman Thanks. properly. I did. If you disagree, let me know. Mm -mm. I actually, that actually makes sense. No, it, it it actually it actually makes sense. Rod, what you think? Um, I agree one hundred percent, bro. You know, that's a conversation that I've had with with my lady before. In the same sense, like you know, you ask me if I love you, but how can you ask somebody? to love you when you don't love yourself as more? How can you ask somebody to love you to a certain extent when you don't love yourself that much? So to piggyback off of what Jay said, I feel like, of course, like the black man has to love himself, has to know himself because how can you give your love to anybody else? How do you know what love is to be able to share that with somebody else if you don't even know how it feels to love yourself or if you don't, if you're not even in tune with yourself to be comfortable to be who you are around other people. So I feel like, you know, it's kind of 50, 50, like I, a part of me, I get the message. Like I get the message that a black man must love a black woman in order to conquer the world because you got to have somebody back you. You got to have somebody that has your back. You know what I'm saying? When you go through them rough days, cause it's going to be some rough motherfucking days where motherfuckers is going to be pointing their finger and talking shit. You're going to say something that's going to piss somebody off and they going to come at your neck on Facebook because that's what everybody does. Cause they don't do it face to face. You know what I'm saying? And you just, some of this shit, you know, you can ignore, you can brush that shit off as a man, but some of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you look at that shit and that shit might, might touch you some kind of way, not in a, emotional way like as far as like wanting to cry about it but it might piss you the fuck off and you might need that person to be like babe chill you know what i'm saying can't afford for you to be going to jail because you want to go off and do some nut shit you know what i'm saying because you mad as fuck or instead of like a your homeboy might be the one to be like oh nah nigga you need to you need to go ahead and fucking set that nigga straight bro they talking you know what i'm saying i feel like Thanks. You know, it, it kind of just works different ways. It just depends on how you how you view it. I feel like a woman, a black woman does need, need to be loved by, by a black man in order for him to conquer the world. But at the same time, there's plenty of black men out here 
who are doing big things without there's plenty of men in general who are doing things out here without a woman but but you know what what i'll say is this <clears throat> they love themselves they've learned to love themselves they found oh, yeah. a way to do it and and they regardless of their relationship status they love a black woman whether it be their mother their grandmother their daughter you you after you learn how to love so i believe for me in my experience i loved my mother immensely and then there was a time when i didn't love myself and i saw the shift because i wasn't able i was no longer able to love my mother properly so you can love a person definitely but can you love them properly Facts. because love is not an emotion my brothers love is an action word so i cannot so so what love says to me when i think about love what i think about is having to discipline your child that's not something you want to do your emotions aren't necessarily in it but it has to be done right so love is not the warm and fuzzies love is a decision that you make to seek the other person's best interest and when you're able to do that but you won't be able to do that until you understand and love yourself because loving yourself means, hey, I have to judge myself. I have to correct myself. I have to deal with my own demons and I have to be hard on myself first. Facts. But that's the reason and that's how I'm able to, able to be hard on you and to discipline you and to love you properly because I understand that love has nothing to do with my emotions, but it has everything to do with the decision and the conscious choice that I've made to seek your best interest. I think, honestly, I agree with both points. I agree that a man in order to love the black man in order to love the black woman has to love himself first. Then that way his love for that woman grows even stronger because he already knows how he's already mastered how to love himself. So now he now with that being done, he knows how he wants to be loved. And when you are dealing with a woman that wants to learn how to love you, it's the greatest fucking feeling in the world. Again, this is where you have to be willing to teach and be taught. So I think, yes, you cannot rule the world without a great woman by your side that's why the saying goes behind every good man is a great woman so Sir. you have to come with it every single time the world is a big world so is you and her back to back guns facing out drawn out left we she got your flank when you can't see everything that's coming your way that woman that is standing there protecting your side, protecting your back, protecting your front, man, it's a beautiful feeling. So I believe that, no, I don't want to be in a relationship if I can't love myself. Because how can I teach you how to love? How can I, how can I be willing to learn how to love you and I haven't conquered loving myself? And I think men and women have that problem because of the hurt and the pain and all the bullshit that they went through in life, they have this complex and these walls are up and it's hard to break them motherfuckers down because they right. are so used to being hurt, being played, being left, being disrespected. 
being when everything was supposed to be right, it all went wrong. So, yes, I want I believe a strong relationship is how you rule the world. But you can't rule the world if you can't rule yourself. There, and I'm not to get not to get religious, but there's a scripture in the Bible. Go ahead. I read the Bible. I believe in the Bible. There's a scripture in the Bible that says a man who has no rule over his spirit is like a city without walls. And what that actually means is that you have no defense. You have no protection. You're, you're a fucking sitting duck. Facts. So as a man, it is our responsibility to learn how to rule our emotions so that we can successfully rule our realm, our home, our families, and be the protector that we've been ordained to become or to be. So absolutely, I agree with you 100%, bro. Lauren Hill said, how you going to win when you ain't right within? Whoo. Repeat that. That's what she said. How you going to win when you ain't right within? Big facts. So how can you how can you teach somebody else? How can you shine with somebody else when you ain't shining with yourself? So facts. I think it's important to, yes, love again. Black women are the greatest thing God ever created. I'm going to be honest. That's that's God's gift. God's, God's gift, gift to the black man. Is, is not a dog. It's not a puppy. God's greatest gift to man is woman. They came right. from us. Yes, right. sir. So, you know, that's the most important thing that you could give me. So I, I think we have to do a better job of protecting our women. We have to do a better job of loving our women. Yes, the road gets tough. Yes, sometimes they make you want to run your head into a wall because that's what it's like talking to a wall. But sometimes they they that can also be a blessing in disguise because it it I'd rather run my head into a wall than go out there and do something stupid. Exactly. So honestly, honestly, I think uh we have to do better with leading our women. You know, they can't respect us if they don't know what the hell they are leading, what what the hell is out there for them to respect. I think yeah. dudes, a lot of these dudes get into the complex of once you get the woman, the job is over with. Facts. <laughs> that shit is just the beginning. <laughs> it's just the beginning, Facts. my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to work even harder to keep her. It's okay to... Uh, relax a little bit and feel like, yeah, I accomplished that. All right, well, now you got to get back up and understand this was just tryouts. <laughs> you, Facts. you just made the team. Okay, now yeah. now the game is finna start. You know, now you gotta, the rubber meets the road. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. hold your position because it's somebody on the bench looking like, man, I'm better than this dude. I can do you better. I can, man. They going to shoot their shot. Yeah, shoot the shit out that damn ball. The shot coming. Hell yeah. They don't give a fuck about you. Yep. On some Carlton Banks Fresh Prince. Y'all remember that episode <laughs> of Fresh Prince? When Carlton wanted to be the star and he took the ball and yep. missed the shit. Yeah, yep. so you got a lot of people out there, man. Y'all got to understand, even Kobe rode the bench in his career and then look what happened. Yes, you know, sir. So, um, final thoughts. I'll start with my man, Jay. My final thoughts are simple, bro. Like at the end of the day, as men, we have a responsibility. 
if we don't know what that responsibility is, then we need to come together with other men who have an inkling, an idea of what's going on so that they can help us, man. We need to be held accountable. And if we don't want to be held accountable by our women, then we should find a group of men that are willing to hold us accountable and to, you know, give us the support and the advice that we potentially need. At the end of the day, being a man, and especially a black man, being a man isn't easy in general, but especially being a black man, it's not easy. And as a black man who's shooting his shot at a woman, wants to be with a woman, this woman comes with children, she comes with family, she comes with, she, she, she wasn't just, you know, she didn't just materialize out of thin air without any other responsibilities, ties, or issues. So we have to figure it out. And it's not a hard thing to figure out, but you have to be par for the course. You have to be ready for this shit. You have to be willing to do what needs to be done. So in closing, my finishing remarks are these, man. It's not hard to love. And it's not hard to allow others to love you. But there is, and there are always challenges. So you have to be par for the course. You have to meet the challenge face on and you have to be ready. And if there are children involved, then you have to be prepared for that as well. It's not easy. So when I say, hey, what requirements are there for me to shoot my shot at a woman? She has to be able able to understand where I come from, how I was raised, even if it's not like, you know, I could meet a woman from California. I was born in New York, raised in North Carolina. So my mentality is totally different. But if you understand the black experience, we have a foundation and we can work from there. My man, Rod, final thoughts. It could be whatever you want, brother. Yes, sir. Um, to touch on what Jay said on accountability, because I was going to speak on that. I feel like we as men, we're the leaders. So if anybody's going to hold us accountable, it shouldn't even get as far as a woman holding us accountable. We should be holding each other accountable as men. Facts. If I see Jay slipping, if I see Smash slipping, me being a man and being a real man, I'm supposed to come to you and say, yo, bro, you, you slipping on you pimping a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You got to tighten up. Because the last, I feel like when your woman tells you that, that's like the last resort. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, because your woman has sat back and observed all the everything. You know what I'm saying? Before she come to you and say she's slipping, Tyrone already done been on the line. You know what I'm saying? Waiting for his chance to slip in through the door. And she already done kind of cracked the door a little bit. She just waiting to see if you're going to get your shit right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when when a woman has to tell a man, babe, you slipping or you need to get your shit together. Not always, but it can be. A, a breaking point. So I feel like us as men, we need to hold each other more accountable and ourselves. And to these men who were courting these women who were they, you looking for a woman that's got everything. She got a financial straight. She got her, her credit straight and all that kind of shit, because this is the kind of things that I feel like, you know what I'm saying? When you get married, 
those are the types of things. We had this conversation last time we talked. When you get married, these are the types of things that come into play. What's your credit looking like? What's your, you know what I'm saying? If you are making income, if I'm if I'm making enough to cover everything, then cool. We ain't worried about your income. But what's your income looking like? What's your what's your uh your children's situation looking like? Are your children manners? Or do they have manners? Are they respectful? You know what I'm saying? These are the type of things that we're looking at. And I feel like women also look for the same things in a man. So I feel like if we're going to be coming to these women and shooting our shot, we got to make sure we on our P's and Q's because a woman is going to hold a man more accountable than his homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, your woman going to tell you you fucking up before your homeboy going to tell you because your homeboy just, that's your homie. You know what I'm saying? He going to sit back and just, oh, uh, he got it. You know what I'm saying? He, he a man, he got it. I shouldn't have to tell him what to do. He got it. You know what I'm saying? So a home a homie might not necessarily have that same level of thought when it comes to telling his man's like yo you need to get your shit right because at least how i think like you a grown man just like i am like how why i got to babysit you and tell you you fucking up when i got my own fuckers i got to clean up i can't i can't help you clean your shit up and clean my shit up too but at the same time like that's not a reason why we can't hold each other accountable My final thoughts is I love building. I love connecting with people that I feel like um, who I like minded. So when I met up with these brothers, I felt like we already got the platform to what we want to do. So you're going to be seeing and hearing a lot from us together because this is what holding each other accountable looks like these yes, two sir. brothers here are super dope so shout out to y'all man for uh working with me i know our schedules are crazy but we're going to give y'all great content coming up man it's gonna be super dope and i am excited to be working with these brothers um shout out to y'all and and coming together we're coming together we're bringing y'all three dope perspectives three dope minds three dope shows coming together as one so this is what it is i feel like this we have to start working together and building bonds with each other and i think that's what gets lost in the sauce everybody has that crab in the bucket mentality where if one person comes up, then I automatically have to pull them down. No, I'm not going to pull these brothers down. We're going to pull each other up. And that's yes, what sir. it's about. You know, that's exactly what it's about. Um, we had a lot of opportunities. And Jay, I think ever since the first conversation me and him had, it's been on. Like, we have been up and running. Rod, we got down with him on, on the episode on Jay's platform. So this is how I knew... I wanted to work with people like me, but I will say this, man. Um, if you have a good woman out there, my advice is to hold on to her. Real women Tight. are real Tight. women are very rare, and every yes. dude wants to have a real woman. If you are a good dude and you you want to have a real one, I'm gonna tell y'all, my woman has seen me go through everything. And she never wavered. She may not like everything I say and everything I do, but she never wavered. You know, that's mm -hmm. another thing that we, we, you know, when I want to approach and shoot my shot and feel like, hey, 
She is the one. She can be the one that we can get in a relationship. Loyalty. Facts. Loyalty. Are you prepared to deal with what you signed up for? Facts. Facts. And I and think- that can go back and forth between respect. Yeah. Respect and loyalty. Like yeah. They the top two. So I think all of us are in relationships and we all know what exactly it is that we wanted. And we signed up for everything that came with that. So, yes, that is what teamwork is. That is what making the foundation is. Listening and learning to each other. It's not always going to be easy. But I'm going to tell you one thing. One thing I do know, if everybody else around me falls off, I have this woman who, yes, I'll probably get on her nerves more than a million times a day, but I have this woman who knows everything that we are building. It's not in vain. I know that if the world ends today, it's going to be me and her back to back. And that's all that's important to me. So shout out to everybody that's out there treating their women right, man. We have to lead better. As men, we have to lead better. We have to yes, leave sir. for the women. We have to leave for the children. And if we don't, then what the hell are we really doing? Wasting Facts. our fucking time. <laughs> Facts. And bro, to be honest with you, bro, I feel like I, I, I'm glad you said that we need to lead better as men because I feel like nothing, I'm not taking no credit away from women, but I feel like women don't need there's a certain things that women don't need to have to worry about you know that's the best way i can put it without sounding offensive to women who are independent and like to do those things on their own but there's just certain things in life that as a woman if you have a man in your life you should not have to worry about real rap bro on some real shit i agree 100 percent. and at the end of the day like that could have been offensive to some men, but they Facts. should be offended. Facts. Facts. Because you ain't doing your job, my nigga. Exactly. Because if you can't help carry the burden, you're adding to it. And if you can't help with that shit, then what the fuck are you there for? Facts. Big Facts. Cause that's like that's like your woman going to go grocery shopping. You sitting at the crib, knowing she coming home with groceries, but you ain't gonna help her bring none of the groceries in the house. Facts. You gonna exactly. let her? You gonna let her bring them all in by herself? And then when she mad, you looking at her like, why you mad? Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to y'all. Like I said, man, y'all are gonna be getting a lot of dope content from us. If you see us collabing and working together a lot, that's that's part of the plan. That's the plan. Yes, indeed. So, Sign up for indeed. that shit. Yeah. Sign up for that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, y'all know what it is, man. I appreciate everybody that's that's tuning in, that's listening. Get at my man's cognac room. Get at my man's the blunt effect. Where can they find y'all at? Man, y'all can find me once again at The Blunt Effect Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at The Blunt Effect Pod. You can find me on Apple Podcasts and all your podcasts and platforms at The Blunt Effect Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at The Cognac Room Podcast. You can find me on Facebook at The Cognac Room Podcast. 
You can find me on Twitter at the Cognac Room, and you can find us all three on Grind City TV. Well, Thanks. Right I'm not there yet, but I'll, oh, we gonna get him there. We gonna get him. We gonna get him there. But you can find me in Bet the House every Thursday night on Grind City TV. I have the nine o'clock slot with me and my team because it's not just me. I have some awesome chicks that work with me and they Thanks. are dope as fuck. Shout out to them, man. They dope Absolutely. as fuck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And then my man Smash comes through at 10 p.m. Right after. Grown shit. Like, I mean, I be on some grown shit, but shit, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Smash gonna give you the business. Hey, <laughs> shout out to y'all, man. We're gonna be back tapping in. Y'all already know what it is. We'll catch y'all yes, on the flip note.